Welcome in, one and all. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show on a Tuesday. Victory Tuesday, if you want to call it that. Brewers uh, get a nice win over the Dodgers yesterday. And uh, some questions about uh, the Brewers. We'll get into that discussion. Also, uh, the NBA playoffs. Look, I have, uh, once the Bucks are done, I've been a big, uh, uh, I guess, snoozer when it comes to the NBA playoffs. But uh, I got to admit, the NBA playoffs have kind of captured the imagination, the excitement. Jimmy Butler going off again. You've got a good back and forth between Boston and Philadelphia. Obviously, uh, Golden State down last night and what they did. And, uh, you know, then you have the, uh, the the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets and all the controversy that uh, happened the other night there. And you got some good battles going on right now. A lot of fun watching that. Uh, you've got the uh, questions came up again yesterday. Uh, I think about baseball that I think were rather interesting. Has the you know now that you've really gotten through, say a fifth, a little bit more than a fifth of the season, how are you enjoying it? Uh, the reactions have been somewhat mixed. Still kind of hinging on the same arguments that you and I had uh, about maybe three weeks ago. So uh, we'll get into that discussion a little bit. Packers, uh, I watch the the predictions too early that are sure to go wrong. And Andy Herman had an incredibly interesting tweet. And I want to get – because it, it, it piggybacked off of our discussion yesterday. I don't know if Andy was listening, but it really pig, piggybacked off of our discussion yesterday. And uh, I I thought, uh, you know, it's something maybe we delve a little bit further into. So we're going to get into that coming up as well. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the program, phone number, 877-867-1670. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny. You can find uh, Ben producing the program, at Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, the Bill Michaels Show. You can find us there on Instagram and on Facebook. Simply Instagram slash the bill michael show facebook.com slash the bill michael show subscribe for free on youtube and on twitch tv simply bill michael's show on both of those entities and uh, you can email the program the bill michaels at gmail.com the website the and then you can download and listen on the zone app uh wozn the zone out of madison that is our flagship station otherwise you can find us in many different locations you can find us on iheart if you're listening to 920 out of uh, out of milwaukee you can find us in wduz on the website there up in green bay and all of the locations all throughout the great state you can track us down spotify apple itunes google podcast after the fact so that's the way to go uh ben kenny how you doing this morning you had to do the morning show today too right yes good uh fired yeah. up yeah some passionate discussion we'll say uh, what was the passion at the sky? I, I will admit, normally I get a chance, I turn it on, and I listen here in, in, the, in the house. Uh, but this morning, the guys finally showed up. I'm waiting on one more guy to finish his job, and the studio will be done. But the, the cabinetry guy showed up today, and everything's done. It's attached. It's installed. Uh, the box that uh, will hold all the electronic equipment underneath is now done. I was giddy today. It was like a kid in a candy store. So I didn't get a chance to listen. What was the passionate discussion? Uh, you'll never guess. It was about a uh, a guy named Aaron Rodgers. Is that right? Uh, now, I am told by some, the, the, the adamant minority, I'm going to call them, the screaming loud minority, get on with it. He's gone. He sucks. You suck for talking about it. When is Wisconsin going to quit talking about it? Those people. 
the bitter, angry, my girlfriend left me, screw her, screw anybody that talks about her, I'm moving on, it's the love train, those people. Did those people come out of the woodwork today on the program? Uh, no. Uh, there was actually – there was passion on both sides, whether it was uh, the media has created all of the drama and or Rogers has created all of the drama. The and, people that say the media created the drama are looking they're, – they're anti-media people. They Because uh, I've always said if Rogers doesn't say anything – you know, other than just, you know, at his locker on Wednesdays, if he doesn't seek out the McAfee show, then none of this is a discussion. But when he makes statements, and you know what? You know, it's kind of like politics. The media creates the drama. But when you ask specific questions and you find out there's untruths, everybody goes crazy. How dare you lie to us? How dare you go crazy and, and say one thing and do another? And, you know, and, and politics is not a realm that I even, you know, aspire to ever get into. Um, but it's the same. It's similar in a lot of instances where if somebody says something, you just want to believe in that person. You just, you, you, that's, you're a fan of that person. How dare you create a controversy? How dare you be J, big J journalist and say, wait a minute here. Something's not adding up. How dare you do that? That's my guy, you know, which is what we're finding in the split in politics. How dare you? Truth be damned. How dare you? So that I understand. The, the, the oh, by the way, the media stirs it all up. Well, we're only running with what is actually stated. So, you know, you can talk about it. But, hey, when Bakhtiari said, the team and the Packers, and never said we, me, or I, people went crazy. People went nuts. You know, and that was okay. Nobody went, ah, leave him alone. It's the media stirring it up. No, he sought out a podcast, went on the show, chose his words, and we kind of were taken aback by it, just like all the fans were. And let's be honest, we're fans first, for the most part. We're all fans of sports or teams or what have you in general. So I, I always love it when the narrative isn't what you want it to be, so therefore the media stirred it up. We can talk about it, and if nobody wants to talk about it, then we move on. If it doesn't draw any interest, then we move on. But I will, I'm here to tell you, for those that say nobody cares, uh, you are as full of crap as a horse that's eaten too much hay and has been blocked up by uh, by some kind of bad uh, bad juju and can't get rid of it because the numbers speak for themselves. The number one hit this past month on the New York Post was when Aaron Rodgers was traded to the New York Jets. The number one hit this month on our podcast, on our radio show, on our on our social media was when Aaron Rodgers was traded to the New York Jets. When we posted the picture of Aaron Rodgers walking away and Jordan Love standing there in the background, that was the number one post. It received almost 14 million views and shares. Don't tell me people don't care about the Green Bay Packers and care about Aaron Rodgers. They care about the Packers, absolutely. But just like when Favre left, it's a big story. So it has lingerability to it. So uh, I'm 
if there's something to talk about, then yes, you just don't make it up just to make it up. So, but I agree with that. So, what else was there besides that spirited discussion? We'll say hmm. uh, I concur with the statement. Uh, it's funny you mention uh, horses and hay. We actually discussed the death. Uh, I guess the controversial death of Mister Ed, the uh, <laughs> the horse, which I I didn't know who he was, and I don't feel much shame in admitting that. But in light of uh, certain deaths of horses at the Derby. People brought up uh, why, how Mr. Ed passed away. How did Mr. Ed pass away, by the way? Well, I have no idea. I think that's the point. People don't know. Um, so it was a mysterious death of one Mr. Ed. You know what? Back in the day, <laughs> uh, I'm going to just say this, and I'm going to move on. Back in the day, we don't have the same technology as we do today. Uh, necropsies were something, but you didn't know what to specifically look for. And uh, we don't have the same capability uh, for screening of drugs and processes as we do today. So Mr. Ed could have just died of natural causes. He could have been given the, uh, the, the big injection. He could have swallowed something uh, that somebody wanted him to swallow to collect insurance money. Nobody knows. So they have. It. But, yeah, there were some deaths uh, down at uh, Churchill Downs, which, uh, you know, raised a few eyebrows this past week. So there you go. Um, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Brewers get a win last night, and uh, last night not a terrible night for uh, one young Christian Yelich as uh, he stepped to the plate last evening. Uh, they beat the Dodgers. They have now won two in a row. I do not in any way, shape, or form say that the Brewers uh, are out of the woods by by any stretch. Uh, but it was good. It was good. It was fun. It was fun to see the ballpark alive last night, still sitting a half game back as the Pirates also got a win, so the Brewers still half game back in the division. Cardinals still nine games back. Cardinals won as well. Chicago, Cincinnati. Chicago, by the way, uh, lost last night to the Cardinals. Did you see Contreras, Wilson Contreras, go back to Chicago? Now, Wilson Contreras did a lot for that organization. They booed the hell out of him last night in Chicago. They, and he actually hits a double. And, uh, you know, he ends up taking uh, one of the standing outside of the box, not addressing the pitcher strike calls last night, gets the count to three and two, lines a double into center, stands on second base as a few boos begin to rain down, and then puts his arms out and brings the fingers as if to say, bring it on. And uh, the crowd went crazy. Why are you booing Wilson Contreras? You know? Why are you booing him? He did a lot for that organization. He didn't want to leave. They didn't want to pay him any more money. It's not his fault. I never understood that. Never understood that. Wilson Contreras booed like crazy at uh, at Wrigley Field last night. So the Brewers get a win. Back at it again today. Uh, but, you know, the question be – and, and I, I was – this was brought to my attention. And uh, I heard our buddy Tim Allen on a station locally here today talking a little bit about it. But with the Brewers and, and Peralta getting the win last night, but now Peralta was magnificent last evening and uh, going six innings and only giving up uh, a run. But with you kind of figured with Christian Yelich sitting in there now at 242, which, by the way, people say, well, it stinks. He's, he's struggling. He is struggling. But remember, his average was sitting at 222 for a long time. So to be a 242 and raise your batting average 20 points, last night another hit, couple of RBIs, did have a strikeout, had a run scored as well. And uh, so when, when you look at 
Christian Yelich and what he's doing and why he's batting in the leadoff position. Ben, is there anybody else on this team that is equipped to be a leadoff hitter? It's a good question. I I think that really... Uh, and, and Tim had a good point that, you know, had Gary Mitchell stuck with the team and not gotten hurt and ended his season, had he continued to hit, he probably could have been a really good leadoff hitter as well. But I don't think there's anybody else on this team right now consistent enough and on base percentage enough to be able to say maybe, you know, if you wanted to go with like Willie Adamas, okay, maybe, you know, um, Weimer. Weimer's only got a batting average of 221 and on base percentage of 296, so you're not really going to put, but then again, he's always batting towards the bottom of the lineup, but you're not going to make him a leadoff hitter. Um, Tyrone Taylor's not going to be that guy. So I don't really think there's anybody else on this team consistent in that skill set, we'll say, that would be a leadoff hitter. Right? I mean, I not that I can think of. The problem is, I, I mean, you could look at the numbers now and say that, okay, Yelich does not lead the team in on base. That's actually William Contreras for the regular players. But I think we would all agree that this is not Yelich's best stuff. Even right. com- I, Obviously compared to the MVP season, but even from last year when he did a good job at the top of the lineup, he's still he's not hitting well. He's not playing great up there. So you do expect him even to improve upon the numbers he has right now. And the answers would be yes, some of the young guys, whether it's it's Mitchell or Weimer. But Weimer's been in a huge slide before the home run last night. I I don't think there are others, because because last year it was it was Colton Wong, correct? Before they put Yelich up correct. there, and that was a disaster because he just couldn't hit. So I think while you don't want Yelich to be there, you want him to be a a classic three hitter. He's not hitting to that level, but I do expect him in the leadoff role to continue to to improve upon the numbers he has. And I, you can't have Adamas up there because I would say he brings enough power to warrant a spot lower. Obviously, Telez is he fits well with where he is. I think they've found a great role for Contreras. And then the other answers would be Terang, Weimer, or Mitchell. But not uh, Mitchell's hurt, and Terang and Weimer are in their rookie year with the ups and downs. So they're not there yet. The uh, I agree with that. Uh, I look at this team as, first of all, it is still, we, we are, God, I, I don't even re- have their record sitting in front of me, but we're more than a fifth of the way into the season. And n- really nothing with this team, because of injuries, because of the jostling of the lineup, nothing's settled. You know what I mean? I think you've got some of your positions, you you know, obviously you've settled into, don't get me wrong, but your your lineup doesn't necessarily reflect being settled um you know and when i say you're coming out of the woods you're coming out of the woods of a really uh, a bad stretch of baseball for lack of a better term um you know you had what a four or five game losing streak six game losing streak and uh, what did you lose so it was it nine out of god what was it nine out of 12 you know they were three and three and nine in a 12 game stretch so putting together back-to-back wins is nice but it doesn't make you necessarily back on the winning track um, you haven't hit the ball. The pitching, uh, the bullpen has been, uh, you know, really, really good early on, and now it's been bad, for lack of a better term. And you, you, you haven't scored runs consistently. And when you have scored runs, the bullpen has given up a ton of runs. So you haven't been able to put it all together 
as of right now. Yet, sitting at 20 and 15, five games over 500, you've got Pittsburgh only a game better than you at this point, a half game out in the standings. Um, nothing's really settled. And the, the, I guess the best part about it is Major League Baseball is kind of going through that too as a whole. You know what I mean, Ben? Nobody's – like when you look at, at the, the Tampa Bay Rays, for example, 29 wins on the season, by far the, the best record in baseball. But when you look at, say, the Pirates at 21 and 15, so are the Dodgers. And everybody expected the Dodgers to be better. Braves are 24 and 11, second best record in all of baseball. Baltimore, 22 and 13. I mean, and the vaunted, the vaunted New York Yankees that were supposed to be the best team along with the St. Louis Cardinals, they're 10 games back, 19 and 17, and faltering big time. Tampa Bay, which is, you know, we always figure Tampa Bay is going to end up there because just they come out of nowhere and they end up playing really good baseball. But Tampa Bay right now, they are plus 118 in run differential. They're scoring runs. Their, their, their pitching has been extremely good. They're getting a lot of fly ball outs and a lot of strikeouts. It's like the gripping and ripping mentality of those who they face. They're just giving they're, – they're, they're just missing a lot of fly ball outs and, and leading the league in strikeouts. It's just they've performed extremely well. So when you look in the National League, the best run differential is the Atlanta Braves at plus 56, not even close. So nobody's really running away with anything. Everybody still has this feeling out period that, that they're participating in. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1671. Hit us up. Feel free. Go ahead and do so. This portion of the Bill Michael Show brought to you by our friends at the Sunset Grill. They've got Granny Bingo tonight over there on Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee. It's going to be warm. It's going to be a nice night. Because they changed the forecast yet again. It is now all 70s all the way through the weekend. It's back. It's back, baby. So if you're going to do something tonight, head out, see some granny bingo over on the uh, deck at Sunset Grill in Pewaukee and enjoy yourself. Tell them we sent you. North Prospect Avenue in Pewaukee. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. over at the uh, the Wander Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. If you want to give them a shout, the, the Connecticut Water Softening System, best in the business, best in the business. Give them a shout, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. But John Atley and his staff, they do great things for uh, our servicemen and women and those that are in need. They support the uh, Custom Canine Service Dog Academy as well. And you can get a hold of them, 262-549-7733. Not only is it a great water softening system, but they also donate back, and they ask you to do the same uh, if you want to. Uh, 262-549-7733. Get a hold of our buddy John anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, 262-549-7733, or go to H2, the letter O, H2Odoctors.com, H2Odoctors.com. Um, the, uh, now here's the thing about, uh, the, the brewers and I get that people say, well, you know what? Um, we're talking about a team that is one of the best in baseball and we are, 
But I guess my question is, to the eyeball test, how do they look? And I'm just going to open it up to the, to the phones. I'm going to open it up to people over in the live stream. I'm going to open it up to people that want to email. If you want to uh, tweet us, go ahead. You tell me the eyeball test right now of the Milwaukee Brewers is what? If you had to describe what we've seen and what your hopes are at this point, what are they? And I'm asking honestly because I've seen some really good, fun, exciting baseball, and I've seen some bad baseball. I have seen some uh, just terrible pitching. Uh, I've seen the offense come and go. Uh, there's been more offense than there hasn't been. I will say that. It's been a better offensive team this season than last, and that I've been pleased with. But, you you know, the old adage is 4.1 or 4.2 runs per game. You throw under that on a consistent basis, you're going to win a lot of ball games. And, uh, you know, pitching-wise, they haven't been able to do that consistently. Randy says they're going to be nothing more than a 500 team. Uh, Flatsmack says uh, Yelich has been a huge letdown. I cringe every time I see him at the plate. Um, the uh, <laughs> A lot of Mr. Ed stuff. Uh, Gary says Yelich draws walks and scores runs. Okay. Is, is, okay, first of all, is that what he's there to do? No. But as a leadoff hitter, you kind of are, right? Your, your job is to get on base and, and score runs. But in the grand scheme of things, when you look statistically speaking, uh, he's got 14 walks which hasn't risen dramatically, just an FYI. He used to lead the team in walks by far. He's Willie Adamas does with 19. So the whole thing about he draws walks and he scores runs, um, he's, he's scored 28 runs. I, I'll, I'll give you that. He leads the team in runs scored. 37 strikeouts, he no longer leads the team in strikeouts. His on-base percentage sitting at 324, one of the better on the team. Slugging percentage, though, well below 400 at 364, an OPS of 688, and a war of only 0.8. A war of only 0.8. Four dingers on the season, only 16 RBIs. Now, that's tough to do on a consistent basis when you don't, you're batting leadoff. You're not going to drive in a ton of runs. But as a leadoff hitter, 242 batting average, 324 on base percentage. Is that what you want? No, but I will say this, it's better than a lot on this team. The only other guy that has similar or better numbers would be like a guy like, say, Brian Anderson, who's 252 with a 437 slugging percentage and a 336 on base percentage, and his OPS is 773, but his war is 0. 0.4. 0. 0.4. 877-867-1670. Uh, they're very young. They're holding their own. The young players will only improve. That's from our buddy Dwayne. Uh, how would I describe the Brewers, Luke says? Up and down. Up and down. Uh, over an email box, uh, Wayne says uh, this team is not much better than they were last year. The young players are going to get a book, and then can they hit their way out of a paper bag after the fact? I don't think so. They're not showing those signs as of right now. I think this team is going to be a a 500 team, maybe a game or two better, 83 to 84 wins, and that's not going to find that's not going to find your way into the postseason. Thanks, Wayne. Appreciate it. 
877-867-1670. If you're going to describe this team, Ben, what is it? What description would you put on this team? I think uh, it's best to, in my like in my mind, compare them to the last couple years and what's the same and what's different because we know where the team has been and we know what's been needed. And uh, there's a good side, there's a bad side to it. The good side is, even though Mitchell went down, I truly believe this offense has much better potential than last year's did with the, with the youth, with a Contreras move. Mm-hmm. So I think over time, and they'll hit slumps, everybody does. I think over time they will prove to be a, a better offense than this team has had and one good enough, I think, to at least win the division. Uh, on the bad side of it, the bullpen, I think, stinks. And over time that could be, as we have said, the Achilles heel. And even though they'll, they'll put some good weeks together like they did to start the season, like that losing streak was, was a disaster. So uh, it's, it reminds me of last year's team, clearly, given the familiar names, with, if, with an upgrade if, where we always wanted an upgrade and then a downgrade where we always just kind of took it for granted, right? If they are, say, like you said, a 500 team in that area, do at the trade deadline, are you a buyer or are you a seller? I don't think it's very challenging to buy bullpen help. So if that's your issue, then that's a pretty good thing. Not as okay. Like, buying a good starter is going to cost you everything. Buying a great bat is going to cost you a lot. But yeah, buying bullpen help, I there's bullpen help everywhere from every bad team. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the the whole Corbin Burn thing, Corbin Burns thing comes into play. If you're a 500 team vying for the division. I I would say, now I look at it this way. If you're a 500 team vying for the top spot in your division and there's really nobody else running away with theirs and you feel like you're pretty evenly matched, then I think you got to be a buyer. You don't get rid of Burns. You you hang on to him, you keep that thing together and you see if you can't catch lightning in a bottle. You know, because uh, who knows if, uh, you know, you got a few injuries along the way, guys come back, they start to get healthy, you're good, you're hot, all that stuff starts to fall into play. Who knows? But if you're, say, four games back in a division that keeps just foundering like the National League Central is, do 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 you go for it? Do you become a buyer? You know, or do you just stand pat and let the chips fall where they may? Or do you start to look and say, hey, if we get the right deal for Corbin Burns, we're going to go ahead and, and, and make that deal. Now, granted, we've got a ways to think about that because the time isn't here yet, but I think it's something that you say you have to start at least looking over that fence, looking down the road a little bit to see if indeed if the Brewers are in it, but if they're not really in it, you know, do you go ahead and, and cut them loose? And that's going to be the the angst of a lot of fans as to whether or not the brewers or buyers or sellers come the trade deadline. And what you also have uh, down in the farm system, that's the other thing, as to what is and isn't raking down in the farm system. We have not had any Kesson Hira updates as of, as of late, so I would assume he has not done a ton to brighten your world, one young Ben Kenny. Um, no, he's dominating. Is he? Same old, same old. But is that surprising? No. I have an article in front of me that said, should the Brewers give Keston Hira another shot? <laughs> he is uh, hitting 330. Sure. 
He's hitting 330 with an OPS near 1100 in Nashville. Yeah. It's like it's it's clockwork. Right? He's going to rake. You're going to bring him up. About three games into it, you're going to go, wow, he's got it. And then he's going to start to taper off. He's going to play extremely bad. And then you're going to end up sending him back down. Ten homers this year in 100 at-bats. Uh, if you leave him for an entire year in the minor league system, he will uh, he will uh, be the Roger Maris of the minor league. Oh, he's Barry Bonds. Yeah, no doubt. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout again, 877-867-1670. Want to hear from you this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends over there at Steel Tank Brewing. And our friends over there, they uh, not only have great uh, you know, self-brews, but they've got really good food. They're open for lunch now, right on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, behind the Exonia Bank off of 67. Go out and find them. And uh, i got to get over that way. I'm hoping to get over that way sometime this week because I want to check on that uh, music venue that they're building. And once that thing's open, we hope to maybe do a show out there at some point and uh, debut it a little bit, the grand reopening, if you will. But uh, they're putting it together. Putting it together going to be a lot of fun. That's our friends at Steel Tank Brewing, Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc. Great food. Follow them on Facebook as well. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I was out and about yesterday uh, grabbing the monitor for the new studio, and I stopped next door to Master Z's uh, on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, and more and more and more in-stock items uh, just continue to flood that showroom. My goodness. And I was in there. I'm, uh, I ordered my uh, patio umbrella yesterday, and I love it, and absolutely love it. So looking forward to getting that for Master Z's. It should be here today, as a matter of fact, because what their motto is is kind of see it today, get it tomorrow. And they're going to drop it off. But uh, you, too, can stop in, whether it's patio umbrellas, patio furniture, uh, things for outdoors like lighting and such. Then there's indoor game tables, lighting for indoor game tables, pool tables, shuffleboard, you name it. They've got it. And they have fire pits, both wood burning and gas for outside. So a lot of fun stuff for summer right around the corner, and Master Z's has it all. So call them today, 262-746-5931 on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. But people come from all over because of the high quality of stuff that they have. Again, 262-746-5931, 262-746-5931. That's Master Z's on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. And uh, tell them we sent you, but you cannot go wrong going into Masters East. Such great stuff. Such a great place. Um, Jason says, one game behind Pittsburgh. The Brewers are on the right path. Little inconsistent so far. But we're winning more than we're losing. And I really don't get excited about baseball until after the All-Star break. Then we can get a better idea of what kind of team we have. By the middle of June, usually between the middle to the end of June, is when you get it all together. That's about the time that you kind of understand where things are at. You really do. You kind of go, okay. Now I've I've got a pretty good sense as to rotation. I've got a pretty good sense as to, you know, batting, you know, rotation, so to speak. I've got a good sense as to who can do what. And uh, every now and then you're going to get a burst of something from somebody. They'll get hot. They'll catch fire over a period of a week or two. But for the most part, you kind of get a gauge as to where you're at at that point. It's not a bad way to go. Um, I... I man, I'll tell you this: um, is baseball down or is baseball up? Ben, scoring is up. 
Excitement seems to be up. For the fan, I think it's good. But is baseball down or up, in your opinion? As compared to, to when? Well, before the, the season? Say the last year, even before this season. When you looked at, when you looked at the, the teams that you thought would be good, teams you, you thought would be top, you know, top dogs in their division, uh, and to, to the fact that really nobody other than Tampa Bay is really running away with anything. Uh, scoring is up. Ball in play time is up. Overall, is baseball thriving with the new rules? With and I think the new rules have also, you know, contributed to scoring because pitchers don't really get into that rhythm. They're still learning because of the outings. I don't think hitting hitters necessarily have fully gotten into this rhythm, but I think it's there. So you tell me, do you think baseball is a better product or a worse product? I think. Uh... The vast majority of people, I think greater America, would say it's a better product. And, and I like most of what's happened. There, there are things, again, that, that I don't necessarily. I mean, everybody's adjusting. Like the same way that the fans have to adjust to what's going on, every player, whether it's a star hitter or a pitcher, they're all adjusting to the rules and how they have to maybe prepare differently or how they have to go about their business differently. It's also May. And I, obviously baseball rules the calendar come July when everything else is not happening. But the NBA playoffs have been really exciting. The NHL playoffs have been really exciting. And the draft just happened. So I don't think baseball ever dominates this time frame during the year. It's kind of like the NBA when, when the NFL is finishing up. So I think, I, I think it will lead to a lot of excitement come September and the end of the season and the playoffs. But I, I don't think it would be fair in all to judge where baseball stands based off of how they're comparing to some exciting NBA playoffs or things of that nature? I um, I think baseball is still finding its way. I think people are still kind of getting used to it. Now you've got the rules change where they were going to sell beer later, now they're not. First they didn't, then they did, now they're not. P- fans are getting a little bit adjusted to all of this. I know friends of mine who used to kind of hang out in the parking lot to about the second or third inning are now like, you know, if you hang out for the normal amount of time, it's fifth inning and it's time to go home. You know, they're, they're walking in for a couple of innings, turning around and leaving. So I think even fans are still getting kind of used to all of this uh, and the rules changes. Uh, there are some good ones, some bad ones. I, I still think the argument for 15 seconds is as much as the game has become more exciting, I also think you could probably give about five more seconds to a pitcher and a hitter to get themselves completely acclimated. But, again, that's that's nitpicking and semantics. But I also think you go back to, and Jason just brought this up in the live stream, you go back to when they started checking gloves. Remember when they started checking gloves and pitchers for substances? I think also scoring started to come up at that point as well because I think pitchers were using that spider tack, and I think they were using other things for the baseball and, and being able to either doctor and or scratch baseballs, give you bigger breaking balls, and so, excuse me, and such. And it, since then, hitting has also gone up. But I think the offense is, uh, you know, the, the surge in offense is also a direct result of the fact that pitchers aren't getting into that long-term groove, that big breathe, uh, that big breathing rest spot and such. They're just, you got to go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And they're keeping it coming, and you're seeing more pitches quicker, and you're not overthinking it, you're just standing in there, you're gripping it and ripping it. But I think baseball has gotten better. The product has gotten better. They did it for the fans. They did it for the excitement. They did it for the attention. And overall, the product has been better. But uh, I don't think teams are quite settled yet. 
as to the pace of play, so to speak. Maybe it, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's that I'm not necessarily acclimated to it. Whether it's going to a game or sitting at home and watching it, you do a couple of things. You come back at three innings later when normally it would have been an inning later. So maybe I'm not acclimated to it. Maybe that's just my own observation, but I think baseball itself is better. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, do it again. 877-867-1670. We'd love to hear from you. Hit the phone lines. By the way, the Wilson Contreras booing said, I followed the Cubs for 50 years. The booing of Contreras I don't agree with, but the reason he was booed was his comments in the offseason after he signed with the Cardinals saying the Cubs fans will regret it. Contreras himself stated he expected to be booed. So there it is. That's uh, Jim, the Cubs fan from De Pere. He said they'll regret it because they let him go. He says Cubs fans will regret it. Basically, and I remember that conversation. It was they'll regret it, but it was they'll, Cubs fans will regret it because the organization let him go. They let him walk rather than paying them the money to retain him and you know, help keep a, a semblance of what was once there and great, good, and, and there on scene. And, you know, we know baseball is a business, and, you know, players love the uh, love the fans and love the adulation until it becomes a business, and then they love the money. So their loyalty lies where the green lies for the most part. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just I, – I thought at some point he would get, you know, kind of an ovation, and just that never happened. 877 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 1670. Uh, give us a shout. We would love to hear from you again. 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. sponsor and supporter of our motorcycle ride the uh, the big units poker run benefiting fisher house wisconsin coming up on sunday september 3rd that's our friends from every plumbing and heating out in lacrosse lacrosse triple o monroe vernon counties jackson county as well and uh right now whether you you need a, a plumber a heater uh, heating uh, service, air conditioning service, call them, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803, and now on to the third generation. Craig just took it over. So uh, kudos to him and his dad, uh, Denny, had it for quite some time, uh, from 1992 uh, until today. And uh, then uh, they're on top of that, they're hiring right now as well, licensed plumbers. Uh, with by the way, great wages, benefits to go along with it. They keep all the calls confidential, so if you're looking to make a jump, no problem. But uh, they're looking to hire uh, experienced guys in new construction and girls, for that matter. I don't want to say just guys. Uh, residential, light commercial, but that's our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating out in La Crosse. So uh, make sure you get a hold of them again. 608-783-2803. 608-783-2803. And thanks to them for becoming uh, you know one of our. One of our sponsors for the uh, the Fisher House Motorcycle Ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. Mark your calendars for that. Mark your calendars for that. So I, I go back, Ben, and I started to look, and I, you know, I know the average itself for Major League Baseball is similar to what it's been, but scoring, for the most part, is up. The Brewers are up a little bit. Uh, last year, they averaged 4.48 runs per game. Uh, they're averaging 4.51 runs per game. At home, though, 4.88 runs per game believe it or not tampa bay averaging on, on this season 
6.33 runs per game. Last year, 4.07. Texas this year averaging six, the most in baseball, 6.56 runs per game after averaging only 4.36 runs per game. The Dodgers had the most runs per game average last season at 5.17. They're even better than that this year, averaging 5.39 runs per game. Like I said, you get over 4.2 runs per game, you're pretty good uh, on the consistent. The difference is, though, this year you've got a lot of teams, more so in the American League than in the National League. Texas, Tampa Bay, Boston, the Dodgers, and Atlanta – are kind of an enigma there at four and five is some of the top teams. Then there's Baltimore, Arizona, the Angels, Toronto, and then the Cubs at 4.83 runs per game. Those are the top ten scoring teams in baseball, followed by Pittsburgh, then Milwaukee. So, And some of the worst teams in baseball, Miami, Cleveland, Detroit, Oakland, 3.86 runs per game. Uh, but the Yankees, believe it or not, with all the firepower they have, 4.08 runs per game after a season last year in which they averaged 4.89 uh, runs per game. So scoring for, for some of the top teams up dramatically in Major League Baseball this season, big time. Uh, so it's a more exciting game. It, it has become more exciting in a lot of different ways. Um, you're just kind of waiting to see how the dust is going to settle over the next month, month and a half, and then your averages are probably going to really start to – really start to taper off a little bit, and then we'll find out exactly where the median is for Major League Baseball. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, feel free. Go ahead and hit us up. Do you enjoy the game of baseball? Are you liking the pace of play? Are you liking the rules? Because I know some people, were specifically the Cubs fans, uh, for a while were one of the most complaining fan bases in all of baseball. And then there's the Brewers side of things. Uh, if you had to describe the Brewers thus far or what your thoughts are in a few words of what the Brewers, if you had to give the adjectives out for the Brewers and their season, what would that be? Uh, the majority of you say inconsistent. Say, uh, Jason says consistently inconsistent. Bill says up and down. We've had a couple other people over in the live stream that have said up and down. Craig says, uh, I wish their, uh, I wish the relief pitching was better. Uh, the bullpen is not great. Other than that, I like it. So, a lot of opinions on, on Brewers baseball. Uh, a couple things when we come back. Uh, I haven't talked a lot. We haven't discussed a lot about uh, the NBA postseason. I do want to get into that. And then I saw this morning the expectations for the Green Bay Packers, and that piggybacked on something Andy Herman tweeted out. I thought it, 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 That piggybacks with what we were saying yesterday when we were talking about rebuild and whether or not you believe it's a rebuild, yes or no, and what rebuild means. And it, it, it kind of goes to what you were saying, Ben, about the expectation of not winning. You know, you're rebuilding. You're tearing it down. You're, you're, you're going to get a lot younger. You're going to get, le- you know, less experienced, and you're not going to win. You have to understand you're not really going to be winning consistently for a while, and then you build it back up, and then all the cream rises to the top at the same time, and then you've got a championship run in you. It's, it, there's an there's a, there's a interesting tweet by Andy Herman of the Pack-A-Day podcast who we have on the show quite frequently. And I thought it kind of coincided with what we were discussing yesterday. So I want to talk about that when we come back. So we'll talk about the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk about the expectations, the rosters, the, quote, rebuild, if you will. But there's an interesting perspective on all of this I want you to hear. So stay tuned. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Our friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right 
a lot of good stuff they're putting up on Facebook. You can see transformations right before your very eyes from garages to basements to gyms, you name it, businesses, showroom floors in businesses, big industrial floors, say for uh, loading docks and such. A lot of that kind of stuff that they're doing. They can handle any job, big or small, from Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison. EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. 262-443-2852. 262-443-2852. We're going to be right back.